and welcome to the first preview episode of Brewers Babes, a Milwaukee Brewers and baseball podcast for babes by babes. I'm Aaron, And I'm Lisa. And we're very excited to bring you this project today. Um, we have been kicking the idea of the Brewers Babes podcast around for about a year now. So we're excited to finally pull the trigger on it. We're planning on officially launching in the spring um, when our boys go back to Phoenix for spring training. And so at that time, we'll be bringing you weekly episodes with series recaps, weekly highlights, news updates, how the guys are looking on the field and off the field and more. So we hope that you'll join us in the spring and talk Brewers baseball with us every week. In the meantime, we're going to be releasing a few more of these preview episodes just so we can get the hang of the technology and podcast flow since this is our first one. Um, That way we can bring you a quality product in February. So for this preview episode, we're going to be paying tribute to our favorite player who is not a Milwaukee Brewer anymore. Brent Suter is going to be continuing his career as a Colorado Rocky, as we all know. Um, We were really sad to find this out a couple weeks ago. And Lisa, I'm sure you were doing the same as me on Friday the 18th. I was just refreshing trade rumors and Brewers news because I think we kind of knew that of all the guys that were eligible for arbitration, that he might end up with a handful of other relievers as someone who would potentially not be with us anymore. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to be talking about Brent's tenure as a Milwaukee Brewer, his contributions to the franchise and to the community, um, what makes him such a special player and a fan favorite and why he's so near and dear to our hearts. We really wanted to do a send off because I was hoping that launching this podcast in the 2023 season that we'd have lots of opportunities to talk about him over the course of the season, but maybe not so much anymore. I think we can still talk about him. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah, you're right. We still will. I'm sure we will. <laughs> yeah. So you want to start with what he's meant to each of us, why we love him. For me, I started paying closer attention to Brent Suter in uh, 2019, maybe once he went to the bullpen. Also, once I figured out how to stream all of the Brewers games, because even though I live 10 minutes away from the stadium, Uh, I can't watch Brewers games on MLB TV. Uh, So once I figured out how to stream them, I really started to pay attention to him because I love a Southpaw, as you know, Aaron. Mm -hmm. And I also loved the way his pacing between pitches was fast, but also just so precise. Like he was like a a robot with it. And then seeing his mid eighties fastball and his money cutter was just pretty cool to watch. So We know he's been a solid reliever for the Brewers. We know that he's been great, especially in situations where we needed some leverage. It felt like he did really well thriving on some of the pressure of that. And I'm sure as the vet in the clubhouse, he's helped a lot of guys work through a lot of their own stuff because he was the longest tenured Brewer for us. And I think like many of his fans, what really got me to love Brent Suter was just how he exudes such joy joy for the game, for his teammates, for the fans. And I think in a sport like baseball that in so many ways is archaically behind the times in a lot of things, he's been uh, outspoken, right? He's been a vocal proponent of environmental justice, as we know, of Black Lives Matter. He was the chosen spokesperson when the Brewers decided not to play in Cincinnati after the Jacob Blake shooting in Kenosha. And so he's just been so good at being like the type of person who understands that 
it's important to be better humans to each other in general. And his humanity is just so palpable on the field, right? And off the field too. And I know that it meant so much to me as someone who is pro-labor and pro-workers' rights. And I know to you too, Aaron, as a dedicated union member, to have Brent be the player's rep for Milwaukee during the lockout earlier last year. We know those were long nights, long days. We know there were lots of stall tactics by MLB. We know that he was the go-to on the ground for everyone else on the team. And I think trusting a teammate of yours like that with your livelihood, essentially, is a big deal. And it makes sense to me that Suter is the person that they voted to do that. I think also, well, maybe we'll talk more um, in another episode about our postseason ritual. <laughs> but yes, we we did a postseason bracket in 2021 where we seeded all the Brewers into four divisions. Then we advanced them to the next round based on a couple of criteria, right? Some baseball related, some off the field stuff, some more aesthetically related things. And Brent Suter won my bracket. I think in the finals, he ended up beating either Locaine or Yelly. And what put him over the top was the scores for his personality on and off the field. Uh, what about you, Aaron? What, in my what bracket, you- it, it came down to Suter and Willie Adamas. And on my on my end, Willie Adamas won out. But for a lot of the same reasons. I mean, we're talking about guys with huge personalities, guys who are cheerleaders for their teammates, guys who are really boosting morale and um, in the clubhouse and being that kind of glue that's holding everyone together. And when we talk about this Brewers team, I mean, that's that's kind of always been the attitude for them. Like players are encouraged to be themselves. Like Craig Council has said that he wants players to come and feel comfortable being themselves. And I feel like guys like like Brent Suter and like Willie Adamas, they're really, um, you know, they really embody that fun and positive energy that this club really thrives on. And like you were saying, you know, his personality really shines through his accessibility to fans. You know, when one of our guys hits a home run out to the bullpen, he's the first guy up on his feet, jumping up and down and cheering. You know, I love that he's got that positive vibe because I think that's really important for for this ball club. That's part of, you know, who we are, who they are as as a team. Mm -hmm. You can probably speak more to how accessible he is to fans since you get to go see him play in Milwaukee more often than me. I will say when we get to go to the games early, he is consistently one of the players out on the field, talking with fans, signing autographs. We see him all the time out in front and he stays after the games too, right? He's always the one giving kids balls and high fives after the game. You can just tell he's one of the people who enjoys that and who understands the connection that fans have to the game as well. And, you know, he's also pretty accessible on things like Cameo. Yes. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about that. So one of my favorite things that I have is this cameo that you bought for me in 2021 when I was having a really rough time at the end of the school year, just feeling stressed out and tired. And you sent me this cameo. Um, and when I, I was in a meeting when I got it and it popped up on my phone and you were like, got you this. And I looked and it was Brent Suter's face. And I was like, oh, my God, she did not. I lost it. Totally lost it. Like now I have it's amazing because you know, now I have this little pep talk that I just keep in my phone. And every time I need to pick me up, I'm like, oh, I'll just listen to Brent Suter, like giving me some encouragement. So I want to share that. Lisa tells me that you guys text each other every time I'm pitching to make sure the other person is watching. <laughs> so that's really cool. Uh, really appreciate the love and support. And uh, hopefully, like again, hopefully we see you guys at the park very, very soon. But in the meantime, finish strong. You got this, Aaron. You got this. So that's like my favorite thing that I have. The Brent Suter telling me, you got this. 
I can't believe you told him that we text each other when he gets up to pitch. Like I screamed when I heard that. I was like, oh my God. I know. I don't know if we made him nervous with that or not, but I, I loved giving that to you because I knew how much it would mean to you. And I loved how fast he was with it and just how thoughtful that is like a three or four minute cameo. Mm-hmm. Right. And he is really thoughtful with what he said in it. And you can just tell like he listens, he understands. And that's what makes him great in the clubhouse and great for morale too. Yes. Um, yeah. I wanted to talk about another thing that, that you mentioned before that um, the fact that he's the union rep for the team. And when I found that out, I didn't know about it until the lockout. And then I was obviously reading a lot about that whole process. And then I was like, Oh, Brent Suter's the union rep for the Bruce. Of course he is. Like who else would it be? Like, of course. Makes total sense. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, like I'm a, I'm a very active union member. Our families have been, um, involved in labor forever. And it's, it's a value that I have in my life. And so the fact that it aligns with his values is makes him very attractive to me. <laughs> and I mean, we haven't even talked yet about how funny he is, right? Like, he's so funny. And you know what? Funny guys are hot. Like <laughs> somebody who is funny is so hot and knowing how funny he was. Cause you know, we started watching him for his pitching and his precision and his pacing, knowing how funny he was made him so much sexier to me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. Well, and it's funny because I feel like I can't really remember how I got interested in watching him. Actually, I do remember. But before I was paying attention to him on the field, um, he had done those movie spoofs, like the Mean Girls one and the the Dumb and Dumber one, which is like, OK, I'm just going to say it like Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite movies of all time. So their whole like bullpen cart scene. I will say his like Jim Carrey shtick gets a little old at times. <laughs> yes, it's true. But uh, yeah, so but I feel like a lot of fans like that's that's the thing that they notice about him. You know, they're seeing these videos, they're seeing his personality. Like he's so funny, mm-hmm. um, and, and he's not, and he's not afraid to just be himself and allow himself to be genuine and weird. And yep. he manages to do it without being offensive or harmful to other people, which is just so lovely to to see. Do you have um? Do you have a copy of his book that he wrote? Because I don't have it. I do. Yeah, his children's book. Mm-hmm. We wrote, yeah, we got an autographed copy. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I tailed it to the bookstore. <laughs> is it good? <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I think one of the things that you mentioned the movie parodies, and one of the things that like I love about that Mean Girls parody that he did is that you could tell just by watching it that Brent Suter has clearly seen Mean Girls at least a dozen times mm-hmm. like, on his own. So I imagine him having to explain the scenes to the other guys like Yasmin Grandel doesn't give a shit about what's happening. Right. But I can just picture Brent being like, you know, here's what's happening in this scene and just trying to explain it to the other guys. And that is hilarious to me. I just like it seems like he just had so much fun with it. Why don't I know you? Uh, You? I was acquired from the Dodgers. What? I used to play for the Dodgers. Wait, what? I was a catcher for the Dodgers in Los Angeles. No, no, I know who the Dodgers are. I went to Harvard. When you watch it on YouTube, like they roll the credits and there's all these like outtakes of them just like laughing and laughing. You know, it's I watched it a whole bunch of times this week. I'm not going to lie because I was like, oh, Brent. And then I wanted to share it with people. And the whole video makes me kind of sad because I'm like, oh, it's Ryan Brunt. Oh, Lorenzo Kane. You know what I mean? Like. So there was a time after I got you that cameo when the Brewers played in DC and you were at a game 
and yes. you texted me <laughs> and you said Brent Suter is in the bullpen should I go say hi and I was like yes 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 go say hi you want to walk through I did first I drank a whole beer to like get the nerve to do it and I was like Nate Lisa says I should go over and like yell down to the bullpen at Brent Suter and he was like yeah you should do it and I was like no I'm not gonna do that so I like walked over there and I'm pacing back and forth and then um, I yelled and I yelled down in the bullpen. I go, hey, Brent. <laughs> and he just kind of looked around and didn't know where it was coming from. And I was like, oh, crap. So then I was like, <laughs> Brent, behind you. And he turned around. I'm like, hey, thanks for the cameo. And he just like smiled and nodded and did this like hand gesture thing to me. And I'm like, all right. And that was it. Felt really so stupid. I was like, yeah, I did it. That was really dumb. You did it. I love that. And then I like, yeah, (laughs) then I had to like calm down. I have a really hard time talking to people I admire. I'm just like sort of awkward. So it's probably good. I've never had the opportunity to meet him because I don't know what I'd say. (laughs) I you were so jazzed after that though. You text me back, you're like, I did it, I did it, I I did it. I did it. I yelled into the bullpen. (laughs) No, I've been yeah, I've told people since then that story. Like Yeah, it was really cool. I yelled at it. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I'm all decked out in the Brewers gear. We're at Nats Park, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm good. sure he was happy to see a fan there. Like, great. Yes. And speaking of watching games at Nats Park this past season, you came to visit me, and mm-hmm. we went to the whole Brewers series, and it was like actually one of the most fun baseball weekends of my life, even though we lost the series. But like. A huge highlight for me was we went to that Friday night game and we were sitting like infield first base side and I had gone up to like the nosebleed sections to talk to some friends because it was labor night. So I had some friends who were there and I saw like way from the nosebleeds down in the bullpen. I was like, I know that wind up like I know who's coming in. And Mm -hmm. um, I got to, you know, even though the Brewers were losing and Craig Council had gotten ejected like two innings previous, I got to watch him pitch a clean inning in person. And I was like, this is so amazing. Cause I know I'm going for three days. There's a chance I'll get to see him pitch. And the first night I was like a really special thing for me. <laughs> yeah. I was like super psyched. Cause I never get to watch them in person, you know, cause I'm not in Wisconsin. I used to watch them on TV a lot more than you, which is stupid that <laughs> I'm, that I living a third of the way across the country, have an easier time accessing Brewers games on TV than you do. So I get to see him pitch on TV all the time, but I very rarely get to see him in person. So that was a that was a cool moment. That was really fun. That was a whole fun series. You also caught a Juan Soto fall ball. I did. That, series. <laughs> that was amazing. I have it on my shelf. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, and we went to batting practice and I got Josh Hader's autograph. Like that. Oh, and then my kids ran the bases on Sunday. Like it was the best baseball weekend ever. I was like, this it was is so amazing. much fun. It yeah. was so much fun. I can't wait to do it again next year, a whole bunch. I know. We'll have to do it in Colorado. My partner is a Rockies fan. So we follow the Rockies a lot. I feel like the Rockies are going to be a good fit for Brent Suter just because of Colorado. <laughs> like <laughs> Brent Suter feels like he fits Colorado, right? He's environmentally conscious. He leans a little liberal. He is rich white guy like I'm sure he'll do fine right <laughs> Colorado so we'll definitely be watching him but it'll be weird to see him in purple instead of blue I know are there any other moments from his career that you remember specifically or that we should highlight 
another one and maybe these two are just fresh in my mind because this is the season that just happened but there was a, a game against the Rockies in um July of this year that went to 13 innings and I'm an hour ahead you know on the east coast and anyway I'm scoring this game and it's 13 innings long and I'm real tired and um but Suter got up and pitched the 12th and 13th innings and he got six outs on just 12 pitches like it was just amazing to watch and then you know Luis Arias got up and hit a walk off and I was like this is amazing I love it when he gets to pitch more than one inning (laughs) like a special treat (laughs) um what about you there's a lot of little moments for me like I mentioned before he just is good in situations where we need some leverage he really seems to shine in those areas Whenever I've been to a game that he's pitched in, there's just been a lot of little like, oh, that was cool. That was cool. Like, Mm -hmm. I like that. Especially the way those slow fastballs move, plus his fast pacing, it just makes for a lot of inconsequential contact from otherwise what I think are super effective batters. And one that I've watched and rewatched over and over again, and that I I actually submitted this clip for consideration during our postseason bracket was him against Nick Castellanos from the season before last. We know that Castellanos is pretty good historically at hitting fastballs against a lefty, but Brent Suter struck him out with three straight fastballs. And that was really hot to watch. I love like his pacing and the way he like comes set with that little crouch. Mm-hmm. Was like, like, it's just yes. like eye candy. It's, it's, it's great. Yep. Totally agree. I love his pacing. Like that's that's such a cool thing to see. I mean, you blink and you miss <laughs> you miss a pitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, he doesn't need a pitch clock. No, he doesn't. Absolutely not. I watched you submitted a clip um, for our postseason bracket also that I've watched a bunch. It was against Kansas City. He pitches to Alex Gordon mm-hmm. and somersaults after he reaches for the ball, and then he just kind of like lays out. He just lays out to the base, and he's like eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's the tag. It's amazing. He did that somersault on the mound too, where he just fell and then like mm-hmm. whoosh right back up. Yeah. So, and struck dude out. Yeah. Struck him out. He's so <laughs> like for somebody who's very tall and in his mid thirties for a baseball player, mm-hmm. he's so agile. You know what I mean? I think it, yeah. contributes, it contributes to his ability to like be a Raptor or maybe him being a Raptor is like, an agility flexibility workout that keeps him (laughs) I don't know do we want to move on to thank yous well wishes um so if I was talking directly to Brent if Brent was with us right now what I would want him to hear is thank you for being such a fun player to interact with for being such an important component of the team both on and off the field thank you for consistently being one of the players on the field that interacts with the fans before and after the games. Thank you for our cameos. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the love that you've given back to Milwaukee, especially. I feel like Milwaukee is a city that deserves more love and he sees that and, and gave it. If there were stats or a saber metrics for how a player impacts the clubhouse with their presence, I think Brent Suter would probably be in like the top 10 of Brewers players ever from our perspective, which just makes him a really special player and we're really going to miss him. How about you? So what I would like to say is that I'm really going to miss seeing Brent Suter in a Brewers uniform, obviously. 
I would like to wish him the very best in Colorado. I think he's going to do well there. And because of your connection to Colorado, Lisa, I feel like like he's not going that far. So it's it stings a little bit less than if he was going to like San Diego or something. I also, in the spirit of the cameo that I received from Brent Suter, I would like to say, keep striving to reach your goals on the field and off the field. I was just reading about how he responded to being nominated three times in a row um, by the Brewers for the Roberto Clemente Award. And that he was like, I'm I'm honored that I'm even, that my name is even being used in the same sentence as his. And I just want to strive to be like him as much as I can. So I just want to encourage him to keep that work up. And I know he will because his passions are are evident to everybody who's around him, everybody who sees him on the field and off the field. So I think that's about it for this pre-launch podcast episode. A tribute to Brent Suter, the Raptor, mm-hmm. our former favorite brewer. We're going to miss him. Current favorite Rocky. Current favorite Rocky. <laughs> So when we officially launch in the spring, we will get more into who we are, our relationship to baseball, our relationship to each other. But right now, I'll just say that, as Aaron mentioned, you know, we've been talking about doing this for a long time now. And I think because we already chat during every game, we go to games together when we can. We text each other about trades and rumors and hot plays and hot players and uh, maybe the occasional sexy dream we have about a Brewers player and we wanted to bring our conversations into a space that include other women fans to have fun with us to share in our love of baseball and the Brewers and define what this sport and especially this team means to us as women fans so Stay tuned for our spring launch and our upcoming couple of preview episodes. And in the meantime, you can email us at brewersbabes at gmail.com. We're going to get started putting up some social media stuff. So you can find us on Instagram at brewers underscore babes or on Twitter at brewersbabes. So thank you for tuning in to the Brew Crew. Thank you for being the hottest club in the game. And to MLB, please end the fucking blackout restrictions already. Bye, babes. Bye, babes. <laughs>